Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today our guest is Amy Gray. Amy is the Executive Director of Kinship Partners here in the Brainerd Lakes area. Amy, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me. So here we are into January, and we know January National Mentoring Month, and I know that's one of the things you wanted to highlight today, among other things. But let's start with that, Amy. Yes, you're right. So January is National Mentoring Month, and it's just really an opportunity for us to focus on the impact of mentoring, you know, why do kids need mentors, and to really do some some recruitment for new mentors for our program. So statistically, one in three younger young people will grow up without any sort of mentor, and that's 9 million kids in America who say that they're growing up without any grown-ups to turn to. So what this means is less support in school. They're less likely to graduate. They're less likely to connect with their community. And they're more likely to just miss out on opportunities. So, you know, that's 9 million young people. It's 9 million chances that we have to help build a better community. So it's just about giving time. It's about giving attention and just sharing your yourself with with a child, you know, and just what your interests are. We're not asking for people to be psychologists or social workers. We're just asking them to be themselves, mm-hmm. uh, to just be a friend. I think we've all had some people in our lives. I, hopefully, most of us, but at least one in three of us, have not um, had somebody in our lives that we can turn to in some sort of mentoring capacity. Whether it had been a sports coach as a child, or you know, through high school, maybe it was a, a professor in college, maybe it's a professional colleague, somebody that's a professional mentor, and you know, having somebody that supports our growth, supports our development, is there to be a sounding board, and is encouraging for us is important for for all of us, um, especially for child for kids during those those formative years. Right. Now, normally in a normal year or time, there would be events that you guys at Kinship Partners would actually host or put on or arrange so that the mentors and mentees could go and attend these things together. In addition to, or maybe that's it when, you know, when they get together, what does it look like differently now until this COVID thing scoots on out of here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, with the vaccine coming out, hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, But we... We've had to put our school-based program on hold because we had volunteers going into the schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that stopped back in September. They you know, stopped having any volunteers and just for safety. And now with the majority of kids distance learning, uh, you know, <laughs> there wouldn't be any kids there to mentor if we were at school. Mm-hmm. So those are on hold and really looking at how do we create an even more robust school-based mentoring program starting in the fall or when we're able to get back into the schools. Um, But then our community-based mentoring program, which is our traditional foundational one-on-one mentoring program that we've had for kinship for the past 34 years that we've been in existence here, um, that program is still going on. So despite, you know, with governor's orders and or recommendations to not mix families and, you know, keeping people somewhat separate, that's changed a little bit in the past few months, couple months. Um, but since March, we've been leaving it up to the mentors and the families to determine what they're comfortable with as far as face-to-face interactions. And so, you know, with the nicer weather, people were able to get outside and do more activities outdoors and having social distancing. Right now, it's a little bit harder, but you know, there's still, there's, outdoor activities still. There's ice fishing, um, not in a fish house, <laughs> but there's, <laughs> um, there's ice fishing, there's skiing. You know, the Arboretum has ski lessons for cross-country skiing. They have snowshoeing. They rent out snowshoes or it might have them on loan. Um, there's, you know, still hiking. There's still things that you can do outdoors. And we've had such beautiful weather. Um, it's a great opportunity to get outside and maybe try, try a different activity. 
When we get back to normal, we'll resume a lot of the uh, activities and things that you were doing before, that's for sure. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I would imagine you still have kids looking for mentors, right? Yes, we do. Yep, we have new kids coming into the program all the time. And so we're always looking for mentors. And and as I said, a mentor doesn't have to be someone with any specific background. It's really looking for someone who can connect with a child. And so, you know, maybe your background is in construction and you've got a kid who really likes to build things. Or maybe you really like to, you know, you have a shop that you like to tinker in and a kid could, you know, has the same interest or something that is they can learn from, mm-hmm. or you love to bake and having, you know, just baking, just being in the kitchen and learning how to do these things. These are some activities that some of these kids have never had exposure to. Like life lessons. What was that? Life lessons. I mean, they can be learning right alongside you. Mm -hmm. Right. Life lessons. You know, this doesn't mean have the kid come over and unload the dishwasher and, you know, rake the yard and do all that (laughs) stuff. But they can. So, but teaching them some of these things. And yard work is actually something that can be fun for a lot of kids. You know, raking piles of leaves and letting them jump in them. You know, that kind of thing. It really is up to... It's up to the mentor to see, you know, we ask in the interview process and through the application process, what are your interests? Mm -hmm. And we're not going to pair a child and a mentor who have completely different interests or, you know, expectations. We want everybody to say, well, I really love football. Great. This kid also is really into football. So maybe the two of you can get together. And on Sundays, you just watch the, you know, the Vikings game together or whatever it may be. Um, But, you know, show up at their football practice. You don't have to coach, but I mean, that's an opportunity too. But there are lots of ways to connect with kids in a way that's meaningful for both the mentor and for the child. It should be a mutually beneficial relationship. It's not It's not one-sided. And I think we've said in the past to folks who volunteer with Kinship Partners and do become mentors, a lot of times they end up coming away with more than they thought, you know, right. going into it. So it's, it's kind of a win-win for both. Absolutely. And that's the way we want it to be. Like mm-hmm. I said, it should be a mutually beneficial relationship. And it should be rewarding on both sides. And, you know, if a match isn't working for whatever reason, we work with both sides to make sure that people are feeling good about the way things are. And if they decide they need to terminate, you know, we do everything we can to preserve a relationship or at very best, we can preserve the or at minimum, I should say, be able to preserve the feelings of both sides if something doesn't work out. So we also want to be cognizant of that, that, you know, with any relationship, sometimes you know, the partnership that you think is going to work out just doesn't. Mm -hmm. And how do we handle that? And so we always work, you know, with both sides to handle that as well. But thankfully, that doesn't happen too often. Um, Most of our matches have an average lifespan of at least three years. And so when people get connected, they really do stay connected. And And some go on beyond even that. I mean, you hear of relationships that started years ago, and they still stay connected, even as the child is now an adult. Absolutely. I just had a past mentor share that with me about a month ago. He said mm-hmm. his former mentor, who's now married and has children of his own, stopped by and, you know, dropped off some venison after he'd been deer hunting. So you know, these relationships do really last. And we actually have a mentor right now who has a, a child who's about to turn 18. And so we take any kids during the intake process. They need to be between the ages of five and 14. Mm-hmm. But as long as they're in the program by 14, they can stay in, that, in the program until they're 18 years old. So we have a mentor now with a child who's about to turn 18 and together they want to mentor another child and kind of create this multi-generational mentoring experience because it's been so positive for both of them. So it's, um, it's really nice to see how the mentoring really has a ripple effect in our community and with, with the people that we serve. Amy, in the past, I know you've had a lot of teachers that recommend kids for the program, uh, with kids not being in school, uh, 
can uh, parents or individuals still sign up their children for the program? How does that work? Absolutely. Parents can make referrals. We get referrals from the county, from collaborative workers. Because the kids are distance learning, I think it's been, I I can only speak from my own kids' experience. I think it's harder to connect with the teachers and to really get to know the teachers Mm -hmm. uh, because they're just not in the classroom. So it's harder for teachers to know which kids are really struggling and which ones need help. And so with that, we do ask parents, you know, you're welcome to refer your your child, anybody, um, a parent or guardian can refer a child, um, a county social worker can refer a child, the collaborative workers through the schools can refer, and um, the parents have to be on board if the, if the child was referred, if the referral didn't come from them. Um, but as long as everybody is, you know, is in favor of the match and if, in favor of having a mentor, then we'll move forward. And we've always said, too, that uh, mentors can be individuals, couples, or a family who already has a whole slew of kids, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The majority of our of our mentors are individuals, but we also do have the opportunities, like you said, tests for both couples and for families. So we have, you know, families with they have their own own kids and they have as a family taken on mm-hmm. a child to be a mentor for. And they, the kid just comes and becomes part of the family. Yep. They do family activities. They hang out together. And, you know, and then when you're at school or you're if they're the same rough age as your same kids or your own kids, then it's somebody else for them to connect with at school as well. Mm-hmm. And it's a way for that child to to feel more connected in general. It's wonderful. Amy, I know you've got a lot of other partnerships that take place, too, at Kinship Partners, don't you? We do. And this month, we have a very special partnership that we have created with Stonehouse Coffee. Uh, so through the month of January, to celebrate National Mentoring Month, Stonehouse Coffee is donating 5% of the sale of all of their coffee being sold through the month to Kinship Partners. Oh, wow. And yeah, so it's really wonderful. You can go into any of their three locations. They have the one in Baxter at Riverwood Bank, um, which is still open, even if the banks have had to you know, moderate how they have people coming in. The coffee shop is still open for business. Uh, and if you haven't had their scones, they're phenomenal. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> it's maybe best not to have them if you have an addictive personality. <laughs> <they're so> good. <laughs> uh, I love the scones and coffee. So the River Bank location, there's the Nisswa Square location, and then there's the American National Bank at the corner of Highway or County Road 77 and Highway 371. So three different options, three ways to get your caffeine fix. And if you're buying beans, and unfortunately, buying a drip coffee or a latte is not going to um, have the same impact on kinship partners. Uh, but if you buy a bag of beans, whether for yourself or as a gift for others, that a percentage, 5%, will go back to kinship partners. Love it. And thank you to Stonehouse for doing that. That's really, that's kind. Yes, a big thank you to Mike and Julie. And they got it together so quickly. Um, literally, this idea came about about, I don't know, a week and a half before the Christmas break. So uh-huh. we, we got it together very quickly. Uh, Kevin Thiesing at Lakes Printing donated stickers. So we have um, sticky labels on each of the bags that say, you know, our logo and our, our website on them and put together signage. And Mike and Julie have done a great job getting that set up for us. So very grateful. And I know throughout the normal year, you have all kinds of other partnerships so that the uh, mentors and the mentees have an opportunity to, well, go skiing or bowling or some of these things that we would normally be doing and uh, get a discount on that, too. Right. And because of COVID, some of those have changed. Um, So we're going to be kind of navigating some of that in the new year and and kind of figuring out how we can move forward with that. But I know the Arboretum, again, they have great opportunities for outdoor activity for um, naturalist lessons. They have master gardeners. There are all sorts of ways to get involved at the Arboretum. The YMCA is a great partner for Kinship. They have donated um, a membership for any of the kids in our program have access to the YMCA. And if the mentor is 
um, act, doing activities with the child, they also have free access to the Y during their time together with their mentee. Their mentee. So, you know, the Y has basketball, they have swimming, um, depending on the age of the kid, they can work out together in the fitness center, uh, group fitness classes. There are lots and lots of opportunities for staying active, staying healthy, and just finding ways to connect. And sometimes it's easiest to connect over an activity rather than just let's sit down and, you know, have some Stonehouse coffee and let's talk about how your day went. Sometimes that can be a lot more challenging for a kid or for any of us mm -hmm. um, than, you know, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a hike in the woods. And then the conversation starts to build. And I know that's been, uh, you know, Lowell Johnson, who's involved with the ACEs um, programs here in the community. He has talked a lot about that, the importance of activity especially when it comes to male bonding, mm -hmm. you know, men don't just sit and talk about how they're feeling. Generally speaking, unfortunately, that's kind of the way our society is hoping that's shifting, um, making it more okay for everybody to talk about what's going on with them and share their emotions and talk about feelings. Cause that's really how we help process and how we help to forge relationship and to build community. It's through that, that vulnerability and that, that trust piece, but that takes time to build. Mm -hmm. And sometimes through activity is how people can connect. So Again, whether it's, you know, woodworking or you're helping to, you know, build a shed or you're maybe you're a welder and you want to teach a kid how to weld. You know, there are lots of opportunities out there for connecting through activity or you know, in some way that's meaningful for the mentor and for the mentee. Excellent. Are there any needs that you have right now as we head into the new year? I know it's been a, a tough year for all nonprofits. It has been a tough year. So, you know... It kind of feels like beating a dead horse, but financially, you know, nonprofits are always in need, unfortunately, um, but that's just, you know, the way it is. And so we do survive on donations. We really look to people to help support our programming and we write grants. Uh, the county has received, you know, funding that we're able to help participate in. So it's been, it's been a challenging year in terms of, of funding, but at the same time, you know, we're being responsible with, with the donations we have. We're being good stewards of donor funds and making sure that we are running a pretty tight ship here at Kinship to make sure that we are, um, we're sticking within our budget. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, and do I yeah. also understand you need new board members at this point? We are looking for board members. So we are looking for people who are interested in supporting our mission, which is transforming our community through the power of mentoring. Uh, people who are interested in helping us to do some fundraising. And really, it's about connecting us with some of the other resources of our community. And, and we need people who are passionate about what we do. We have a very hardworking board. Um, the more people we have, you know, the less work there is for each individual person. But we have a, a wonderful, wonderful board of very committed and dedicated folks and very grateful for everything that they do. Uh, but it would be nice to bring in some some more people to help to help share the love of what we do here at Kinship. All right. If we're interested in anything we've talked about, can we find out more information on your website? You sure can. It's uh, kinshippartners.org. And you can also go to our Facebook page. And we have some information up there about our Stonehouse promotion, about National Mentoring Month. Um, I'll be posting a great video that I found on mentoring.org earlier today. So that'll be up there. And just any other resources that we can find to talk about mentoring and the impact that that has on our communities. Very good. And I know... Uh, you have a website as well, and we can go there to find out contact information if we want to talk to you. Yes, absolutely. Sounds good. Amy, thank you so much for taking time to visit with us. And again, if anybody wants more information, they can give your office a call or check out kinshippartners.org. Yeah, thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Thanks, Amy. <laughs>
Amy Gray is the executive director of Kinship Partners, and this month of January is National Mentoring Month, so if you've ever contemplated being a mentor, now's the time to step up. Yep. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found online on our website anytime at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.